Hello, and uh, and welcome to uh, episode eight of the It's Our Year uh, podcast. This is the first one after the special, very special, wasn't it? What a special episode. Oh, thank you for essentially just re-emphasising what I said, Craig. Very good. The uh, the Ronnie Moore interview, very charismatic storyteller, I felt, particularly about John King flinging that whiskey glass on the mirror and it shattering. Didn't like the Wednesday, though, did he, Craig? I know. Pigs, he referred to them as, didn't he? It's a good job I weren't there. Probably wouldn't have done it if I were there. Oh, he'd have been greatly intimidated, wouldn't he? Yeah. By your footballing CV. He he just shows you how people are obsessed with Sheffield Wednesday. (laughs) They are so obsessed, they refer to them as pigs. Um, Well, in this week's episode, other than the usual chat about the weekend games and and last night's game, of course, where the the pressure was slightly relieved from Darren Marks, it's not been great of late, has it, Craig? No, it's uh, again, uh, like we said in earlier episodes, just can't hold them to Leeds. Just that mentality. And we've even brought in somebody... Aren't they, Craig? Yeah, we've even brought somebody in to actually uh, uh, stop that from happening. But uh, uh, a psychiatrist to stop. Really? Yeah. But obviously that works. Uh, Last weekend. Yeah, he's out of job. <laughs> Bloody useless idiot. Uh, also, we'll be looking at certain clubs' walkout music and, and why it is that it gets played. And then uh, we'll also be delving into uh, celebrity fans and why they claim to support a certain team. And also touching on the problems at Sheffield FC and uh, some big changes in the uh, in the management setup over the last week or so. Isn't that right, Craig? Yep, her, uh, so we'll be talking a bit about that. But yeah, uh, like I said, it only can get better with the world's first. Well, let's hope so, hey Craig? Now, like a lot of our listeners, Craig, and me and you, absolutely me and you, we, we, we love pink, don't we, on this show, Craig? Not the colour, not the colour, the singer. Because she, she's very spunky and she, she's full of spunk, is our pink. And, uh, you know, she says things like, don't get fancy, just get dancey and that she's too school for cool. She's good, she's punk, isn't she? So very much like Pink, let's not get this party started. Let's get this, let's get this podcast started right now. So our first segment this evening is gonna be regarding football clubs and the walkout music that they have. And we're going to start off with my beloved Leicester City's, very unique, I think, post on Gallop. Oh, lovely, that. Oh, it, it stirs it up. Slightly jazzed up, that one. Uh, I think that was. I like the, it. It's good. I think it was the Royal Marines uh, orchestral version that because it had a few little bits. Because of course, typically it's just a fella playing an horn. How did uh, Bocelli thought that? Bocelli, yeah. what did he think of the horn? Yeah, yeah. Um, I assume he was mildly annoyed by it. No, so I don't he, want to hear it. I am here to sing. Still tears me up that clip. It's very lovely when he's singing. How many times have you watched that? A lot of times, and it still has a very similar impact to what you've just said there, Craig. Yeah. 
I do quite like Claudio, where he's just getting annoyed. Yeah, he's like, at the fan yeah, he's like, hang on, hang on, come on, give up. a bit of bit respect here for this guy. I've got a man who's got a lovely voice. And when he te- and when he like opens up his jacket and he's got the Leicester shirt on. Oh, please, he's a massive Leicester fan, Craig, isn't he? It, it was genuine. It was sincere. But anyway, the post on Gallop, um, which I suppose is initially based on the fact that Leicestershire was um, renowned for fox hunting in that particular region, which I've always found very odd considering we are the foxes and then we're announcing that foxes are going to be hunted. Was that, did Spartak Moscow do that? What, announce that they were going to fox No, hunt? when you were playing in Europe this season. What did they do? They had something in the stands, didn't they? Oh, it was sort of like bow down to the king. Or right. something like that. I think it was to um, pay tribute to their manager. And, no, but I thought they were going to kill the foxes. In the oh, I th- oh, right. No, that was last season. Oh, was that last that season? That was last season. That was... Um, who was that? It was either Braga or the, the team in Ukraine, and it was sort of about, yeah, wanting to destroy that particular rodent creature. Um, but originally, the post on Gallop was used to announce the arrival of mail coaches in the 19th century. So, uh, you know, get to the peripheries of town and just say, oh, your bloody stuff's here! You know, so the equivalent of your uh, Amazon packages. Um, it's been used since the 1930s. Uh, and it was used at Filbert Street, of course, where, very similarly to how it, to how it, to how it is now, there'd just be a solitary chap playing it on, um, sort of like a, a bugle or a horn, but he used to wear a blue and white flock coat with a top hat. Uh, Not burning, huh? No, he's, oh no. No, poor old Bernie, he couldn't blow it on these days. Um, so essentially, I assume he looks a bit of a twat in his, uh, in his flock coat and top hat. Um, and in and around the, I think it was the early 2000s, it was suggested that potentially they should replace it with something more brash and Balearic, you know, like at Sunderland. Hey, I've DJed big places before. We need a bouncing. We need, we, we need a big sound. I, I've done these events outside and I, I know what I'm talking about. Well, you need to sort the PA system first, boss. So there was a bit of a reaction, and essentially Leicester fans just went, nah, piss off, we've got a very unique one. We're going to stick with it. Um, and then, of course, we'll, we'll deal with, Craigo, the, the Wednesday, eh? which is uh, it's Waterfront, isn't it, by Simple Minds? Yeah, so uh, Waterfront, are, uh, yeah, from my understanding, and the uh, reason why Sheffield Wednesday come out to the Waterfront by Simple Minds is... Uh, when Tricky Trev, uh, Trevor Francis, yeah, was the manager. Yep, that was his uh, favorite band, and that was his favorite song. So nothing like the bugle and the, the history behind it. It's not as unique, Craig. It, but it was just more about what Trevor liked, and it's just stuck ever since. What do you think of Simple Minds, Craig, as a band? Big fan. Big, big fan. Fans? Yeah, my dad's a big fan. Yeah, gone to see him a few times. On the Breakfast Club. But yeah, he's to me, it's always a uh, symbolizer for Wednesday them coming out. Just where you're rushing with your bovril, is it, Craig? From from the concourse, going, oh, they're on. Yeah, I'm, I'm normally, I normally miss it too far. I normally oh, right, yeah. just going in from the pub and uh, uh, sitting down before it comes on. But I do remember, and it has a bit of special place for me. Obviously, my dad really likes Simple Minds as well. So I'm just going to play that for you now. A little bit of a blast of uh, the Waterfront Simple Minds, Craig. Let's go just, for it. Just to stir up the emotions. Go on then. It gets kicks in. I like it. Very you, you too, isn't it? Don't say that. Sorry. I like it. Missed it. 
Love it. What do you think Bannon thinks? <laughs> got a chuffing clue. But what we have done recently mm -hmm. is with uh, half time as well and before the game, a lot of Sheffield bands and as we see in a bit, a lot of uh, famous musicians are big Sheffield Wednesday fans. That's right. So yeah, we're, you may be having your uh, chicken and balty pie and listening to a bit of Milburn, a bit of Reverend and the Makers. Little Man Tate. Nothing wrong with it, little man. No, so, no. Don't no, forget, John no, Window might be coming on the oh, show. Oh yeah, so you've got, so yeah. you've got to be good. Sorry, they're really good. Yeah, sorry, John. Um, speaking of John, um, John, friend of ours, of course, member of the uh, SWA, the Southern White Army, the Tranmere, London-based. Lost the other day, didn't they? Tranmere, Man against uh, Mansfield. It's not going that well, actually. First win in a long time for uh, Cluffy, weren't it? Yeah. He's provided me, John, very kindly, as uh, with the story. Um, behind Tranmere's walkout music, which is the theme tune to the Rockford Files. A crime drama, wasn't it, in the 70s? So in the lead role, there was James Garner, who played Jim Rockford. Just think about Rockford Files, of course. Cockney swang for piles. Isn't it? I was thinking of uh, Dan Garner, who used to play for them uh, from Chesterfield, but it's not the same one, is it? No, no, this one's an American actor, Craig, not a lower league footballer. <laughs> So he was quite an unconventional detective. He'd served time, right? He was a jailbird. Bit of an eccentric, down on his luck sort of fella. And perhaps that's what struck a chord with the Tranmere faithful, you know? A club renowned for its individuality in the unrelenting face of a struggle. There's, a, there's always a problem, isn't there, at Prenton? There is. Now, the theme song was produced by Pete Carpenter and Mike Post, who'd also worked on The A-Team. Yes. That was that was a good theme tune, wasn't it? Are you fan of the 18? Nah, shite, innit? But no. the, the theme tune... It's a bit of uh, Carpenter and Post. That song, the one, the Rockford Files theme tune, won a Grammy in 1975 and was subsequently released as uh, a single. Didn't do so well in the, uh, the charts. But uh, So other than this continued struggle in the face of adversity, other reasons um, are that in the 70s, Tranmere... They don't say why this is a bit of an odd one. Tramp, it would often play on a Friday night as opposed to a Saturday afternoon. Um, Something to Wednesday then. Oh, you had that, did you? Oh, and we used to play on Wednesday, didn't we? That's... Oh, of course, the origin of the name, that's right. So they used to play on a Friday night, which is when the Rockford Files was on. It was on television. Um, so potentially that's the reason um, Ian Goodison could have been strolling out to... Uh, I suppose some mothers do have them as well. If, it, if, it's, if it's based on the premise that, oh, hang on, this might be on television... Um, whilst we're playing football, you know, and they could have had uh, sort of Frank Spencer. No, oh, that's slightly more Frankie Howard than uh, Michael Crawford. No, oh, yeah. A bit on that, though. A bit, oh, yeah, a bit. Going, Go on, going on, on the Wednesday front. Oh, glad, the, glad you brought it back a, to him. There was a fanzine called The War of the Monstrucks. Have you heard of that before? No. Tell us and about it. And basically, when we won the League Cup, mm -hmm. uh, when... When was that? Shares, 1991. Uh, 91. Yeah, when uh, when Chez pinged their uh, beautiful striking against uh, Man U. That night, standard in it calendar. What do they? Who do they always talk about? Football team on them, calendar. Them up there, Leeds. Oh, it? of course. Always Leeds. And so literally, the highlights were on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and everybody was who couldn't go was waiting for the highlights. We won one nil, mm -hmm. and literally the highlights cut. To yep. the war of the monster trucks. So a TV show right. on calendar, and it just yep. went to the monster trucks. Independent fancy. And and I'm like, so that's that's the joke. 
So that's that's why it was called that. Oh, so yeah. they couldn't even show the Wednesday winning that day. No, because nobody's nobody was interested. Forget about and that's the only club from Division Two to win that cup, and that will never happen again. Possibly we're in Division Two then. At the time Man were in the Prime or we'll, we'll see. We'll see, won't we? We're certainly not going to win it this time. Um, so another reason for why the Rockford Files may be played at Prenton Park is because the chairman at the time, Bill Bill Bothwell, Bill yeah. Bothwell, he bemoaned, um, got a bit pissy actually about the he sounds like his front world, doesn't he? Like Bill Bothwell, great yeah. name, that, isn't it? He bemoaned the rubbish attendance figures, and he made the point that it seemed. Like the residents of the Wirral preferred the Rockford Files to their local team. They'd rather be watching fucking telly than down at bloody Prenton. Now, another team that has, I suppose, quasi-interesting um, walkout music is Watford. Because, of course, Watford... I, I, I had to look into this. Because, of course, they, they, like Everton, play Z cars. Now, it makes sense for Everton because it was a Merseyside cop show. So what's all this what? about? And I've been, I've been, I've not been to uh, Goodison, but I've, uh, I've been to uh, Watford's ground. So I've not, not heard, I've not heard that. Oh yeah, it's, again, yeah. I was probably coming in a bit late to the, to the game that time. That's when Neil scored, and we stopped him from going up. Oh, so you probably didn't hear any walkout music, did you? No, no. So it, it is weird that you didn't hear that during the game, isn't it, Craig? <laughs> but apparently, very similarly to uh, Tricky Trevor. Apparently, it was simply due to the fact that in the 60s, their manager, Bill McGarry, he loved the show, featuring Brian Blessed. Although, a couple of years ago, the club claimed, and this makes hell of a lot more sense to me, um, claimed that they were going to change it to Elton John's I'm Still Standing, because, of course, Elton's very heavily involved with a side, isn't it? be more unique to them. Craig doesn't seem sure. No. What's up with that? I'm still standing. Yeah. No. Better than I ever did. <laughs> no. Despite being sat down as we say this. No, no. Of course, there's, there's lots of generic ones, you know, like Tottenham, they come out to Star Wars. And a lot of clubs come out, and I do. I must say I do like it as a sporting tune, right here, right now, Fat Voice. Oh, it get, that gets you up, doesn't it, Craig? That gets the pecker going, that particular song. You're not convinced by that one? No, no. And I hope we're not talking about them, them from down road. We're not going to say what they come out to. No, not mentioned it. Yeah, Don't worry. What do they come out to? You know what they come out to. It's all greasy. Oh, the fucking... Yeah. yeah. Lording a repulsive-sounding <laughs> bit of food. Yeah, says it all about them, doesn't it, Craig? Now, Chelsea, Chelsea's a great bit of walkout music. Yeah, it's good. Liquidator. Then. Yeah. Harry J. All-Stars. Uh, apparently, Wolves and West Brom used to have it, uh, but they stopped it due to police advice, as the police felt the music provoked violence and hooliganism. I didn't see that. <laughs> Twatch in the face. Fucking load of bollocks, innit? Um, in, the in 1970, Chelsea gave it away as a vinyl single attached to programme. It's all right, innit? Nice little freebie, that. Not as good as my uh, big run. Or, uh, well, that went a freebie. I had to get quid for it. <laughs> didn't have the uh, old uh, big racist run seven-inch single. That's right. What was the song called on that? I think it was Barmy Army. It was, it Barmy was. Barmy Army Atkinson, Barmy Army, Barmy Army Atkinson. There it is. That for four minutes. Yeah. Looks like Umpty Dumpty again. <laughs> um, so, the reasoning is, again, I just think, 
that somebody likes it. Maybe it reflects that Roman, oh, it was there a long time before Mr. Abramovich was there, big reggae fan, you know, loves his reggae, doesn't he? Staple of a home game at Stamford Bridge. And, of course, the other staples of going to Stamford Bridge are the wonderful scent of horse shit. Because uh, they tend to have a lot of uh, police officers. Yeah, they the do, actually. When, uh, that that, actually, that time I was actually in the ground at the, at the start. It's obviously a big day for Wednesday. Yep. Watching someone going back there. Where, was where, this the VAR incident? Where they all, oh, yeah, don't talk about Sorry, VAR. Sorry, anyway, let's get but back yeah, to the Yeah, I, I remember the, the walkout music. Lovely ground, to be fair. It's a good ground to I be like fair. I, I, I enjoyed it. Good traditional, yeah, good yeah, atmosphere. Good. Unfortunately, if you're on the lower tier near the back, can't see Feckle, which was fine the last time I went. To be fair, though, last night, a lot of, even though we'd be, we'll go on to it in a bit when we beat Sunderland, but Sunderland were saying how much they enjoyed Hillsborough. Traditional ground and under the lights. Well, the music at our place is a lot better, though, the Stadium of Light. It's blaring, it's bouncing. Give it's me a, big. Give me a beer. Now. <laughs> so, the last one we're going to talk about is Arsenal, and not what they're doing now, but during lockdown, when they'd come out, I thought restless theme tunes, weren't they? It were great, that. So, like, yes, they, they'd come out, and then you'd have, it's all about the game, and how you play it, so a bit of Triple H. They had, uh, they had Kurt Angle, who responded to it, he tweeted to him, and he said, the only thing missing from that is 50,000 people shouting, you suck, you suck. Which I, I suppose would be quite ample and apt, wouldn't it, for, for Arsenal? Although not after the weekend, really, would it? But uh, um, they had Rob Van Dam, uh, they had Kane. Unfortunately, no gangrel. No gangrel. No. No fanging, no banging. So just going to very briefly discuss the weekend's games and in um, respect of the Wednesday, last night's game, where a little bit of pressure was relieved from uh, manager... Darren Moore, because it's not been great of late, has it, Craig? Yeah, I really needed that win last night. First win out of last five games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, again, just previous drawed four games, conceding uh, goals in the last ten minutes. You last, winning in most of them. Winning in most of them, yes. Sir. Uh, and we've even had to uh, try to combat this, getting somebody in to support the players. Psychiatrist. Yeah, it's a psychiatrist to stop this happening, because... Uh, a Wednesday fan, I don't know his name, tweeted, and I think in the last two seasons, mm. over 20 times, we've actually dropped points in the last 10 minutes. So not actually going to the 90th or 95th minute or whatever. Mm. And it's, it's just not good enough. I don't know what it is. Mentality. I've said it before on the show. I, I know what it is, Craig. Well, shit players. It's not, though, is oh. it? It's not, though. Is it not? Oh, just, I just don't know what it is. Like, looking down. I can repeat it. Cheltenham, 2-2. We're winning, going into the last minutes. Mm-hmm. Again, Wednesday Lincoln, yeah, 85th minute. Cambridge again, one all. Wimbledon, 2-2. Two, two. And like I said, we should be beating these teams. But yeah, good win last night. Uh, two, two batterings for Sunderland in South that's Yorkshire what in the space though, for a few days. That's what happens with Lee Johnson's teams. They, they go on a good well, run. Gammered. Yeah, it happened at Bristol. Like they just wanna, they'll, they'll keep up going on this bad run. Uh, yeah, so right from the moment, mm-hmm. two points off the playoffs. It is amazing you've been able to stay so close to it, having yeah. not won. Yeah, it, it just shows the, uh, how poor the league is really. I, I do think we may have to set off at playoffs, and I think we will get in the playoffs. Uh, but yes, Ronnie Dunn. No. No. No, got, I don't. Got no hope for you. It's all Rotherham, innit? Because they're doing so much better. To be fair, I can't grumble how they're doing. They're doing great, but yeah. When I look at league table, 
Sunderland are there. We beat them. Rotherham. You beat Wigan. them. Yeah. Didn't you beat Wigan? Yeah, when they were top of the league. So there's nothing really in the oh. league. We just the word is consistency. We need that. Uh, uh, yeah. Just to be a bit more clinical, don't you? A bit more focused, a bit more concentration. I just remembered as well. Oh. I lost my head a bit, didn't I, last week? Tweeted dinner. Said how, how much it would needed to get the <laughs> yeah. win. And, I, and I, I had a couple of shandies, dinner. Oh, yeah. And I put more out. I put more out. <laughs> of course and, you did. And John Davis and Daniel Williamson, uh, good listeners of the show, said, what are you doing? What are you doing, Craig? Well, you've been here before, Craig, haven't I've you? I've been here before. Like I've done it with Carlos. That was the worst one. And look how well he's doing for Braga yep. uh, as well. But yeah. I'm going to retract it. I'm going to retract that tweet. Yeah. Oh. I I'm, I'm even might delete the tweet. Okay. Oh. Just to get rid of it. Uh, that's typically what deleting means, yeah. Yeah. But let's see. Uh, cup action this weekend. <laughs> yes. Is it going to stay in the draft box, yeah. Craig? <laughs> cup, cup action this week. Sunday against Plymouth, where we've already lost to 3 0 away. Difficult game, yeah. Ryan Lowe coming back to Hillsborough. Yeah, so it should be good going to the game. It's on Sunday. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Not very good. Be your first time in a while, won't it? Yeah, yeah. Since the. The Papas. Oh, the, the, the pizza cup. The pizza, and, and we've got Harrogate. Uh, oh, have you? That'd be yeah, good. Yeah, at home. You going to go for that one? Training That'd be a she- huge crowd. Train, training at Sheffield FC. Oh, so, okay, anyway, what about uh, Leicester? I watched the game. Yeah, yeah. For, first half hour, Arsenal were very good. We were very bad. Um, hence why they scored two goals. And Vestergaard wasn't even on the pitch. Was he? My current scapegoat. I don't know if you've seen him doing his induction song on, on Twitter and somebody put up there, is there anything this man can't do? I mean, opening yourself up to a few there, aren't you? Defend, head. I've always rated him, me. Uh, says all you need to know if you're giving him validation. But uh, no, the game was, it was frustrating really because yeah, really, really slack and then being pretty good. Uh, Emil Smith-Rowe looked very good. Um, Saka gave... Luke Thomas, a bit of a torrid time. Um, and then second half, it, and obviously at the end of the first half with that brilliant save from Ramsdale. Fantastic from the, save. From the free kick. And then, and then the rebound as well. I thought he was very quick to respond to um, Johnny Evans. They've got a bit quiet, though, all the haters. They didn't want him in the net, did they? At the start, 30 million, two relegations on his CV. Yeah, looking good at the moment. Hopefully a third. Now that... They're kicking on Arsenal now. Yeah, no, they did look they did look pretty good. Now they've not got Jacker, Kalasanac, and um, oh, hang on, he's got a new head of hair, Rob Holding. Yeah. Um, since they've got he rid even of... got linked to the Ars- uh, not Ars- the Barca job, Arteta. So that. Oh, got Christ, I thought you were going to say Rob Holding. No. <laughs> not that bloody desperate of it. Uh, but no, it was it was frustrating because we, we weren't bad second half. We changed the shape. Um, went four four two. Barnes and Luckman came on. I like Adam Ola Luckman. Very yeah. good. Very skillful, yeah, very no, pacey, I, I like very strong considering he's about three foot two. Um, yeah, it was, it was frustrating. I think if we'd have got the one goal, I don't know, we, we might have worked his way back into it. But yeah, Ramsdale was in inspired form. And uh, of course, lots of interactions with the crowd. Of course, when we gave our usual, ooh, twat, your shit, ah, he joined in the ah. Yeah, he did. To himself, I didn't that. he? Yeah. But no, he was, uh, he was very good. Although on Match of the Day, they were talking about how wonderful his distribution was. I didn't think it was. It was one of the ways we were able to get back into it second half. He, he kept balls and a few kicks up. Not as bad as Casper. No, he's, he's, he's got a good Actually. range, Dan. He's got a good range. Not bad, to be fair. And he flings himself. He runs yeah. out and yeah. flings himself. He's brave. But, uh, no, it's frustrating. But the week prior to that, because obviously it's been a couple of weeks since we've done it, went to Brentford away, uh, where, we won, where we won 2-1. We weren't, we didn't play very well. Yeah. 
particularly. Um, sort of a bit of a Lego ground, really. Very nice Looks part of London, awful, though. Very lovely I, part I of London, like Kew Gardens. I, I, I like miss Griffin Park. I miss Griffin Park. Well, so do um, the Netflix Sheffield documentary makers, because they, they, they go to Griffin Park for any Sunderland away game. It'd be that, or that bloke, I'm a massive fan, I'm a huge fan, that's why I listen to it on the radio at home. They'll be the two places that they go to on that show, wouldn't it? On the river where they used to build the boats. We're going to talk about now um, some celebrity fans or people who claim to be fans of certain clubs. Yeah. The first one we're going to deal with twats on Twitter, Aston Villa. They've also got a host of Bell End celebrity fans, including Prince William and that ham shagger, David Cameron. Apparently. I thought you were going to say Gabby a bungalow then. Where does he... What's he doing to Ham? <laughs> no, I just thought that's where it was going, I don't know. No, he's, no, please leave him out of it. He's not done anything to a Bernard Matthews product. Okay. Another fan, former Inter Milan and Sampdoria goalkeeper and Galazzo favourite Gianluca Palucca. Now, he was involved in a penalty shootout for Inter Milan against Villa... And he lost to Villa. And apparently he already supported him at that point, with Tony Mordi being his favourite player. Screams of more Italian corruption. Doesn't it, that? Danny Dyer. Yeah. Right over. Yeah. Now, his reasons for why he likes them seem a bit tenuous. He really likes the shirt. Lovely colours. The yeah. claret. The purple. So he likes Burnley then, yeah? No. Just the Villa for me. Now, when Villa got promoted in 2014, he's got a whacking Gret tattoo of the crest on his arm. And let me tell you, like my very own one, which is supposed to be a fox, the 1980s badge that looks like a paperclip. It's definitely not a fox. No, no, it's not a fox. It could be, it could be a fat-legged squirrel. Like my tattoo, which is dreadful, his ain't great. It does, it's not a particularly good depiction of a lion. Now, you've got a few from uh, Sheffield Wednesday, haven't you, Craig? Yeah, as we know, Sheffield Wednesday, one of the oldest clubs in the football league, and and it goes from far and wide. We've got so many fans. Have you? We have, yeah. Oh. So I've only, I'm just going to go through. You've got five. a few, have you? Yeah. So my good friend, and he is a good friend, and I have got photo evidence. The lead singer of the Arctic Monkeys, Alex Turner. That's right. Yeah. And uh, he's a big Wednesday fan. He can't get to as much of the games as he, he used to when he was a young lad. Uh, Did from, he used to go to him? From, yeah, from High Green. Did he? Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, last time I saw him actually when we played... Uh, oh, you uh, good mate? Yeah, QPR actually. And he was just he was just in the corner with, with Miles Kane and he, and he came over, had a beer with us. Was that in the sun in Bethnal Green? It was, it was. And uh, uh, yeah, so Alex Turner, you can't get bigger than that. And sometimes... He can uh, in height. Uh, yeah, and sometimes uh, when they play, they may have uh, done in their uh, Chef Wednesday top. Uh, Jamie on the guitar, he may have a uh, Wednesday uh, bass guitar, uh, sorry, lead guitar with a strap. So, yeah, so you can't get bigger than that. Well, another me. one, Craig, I don't know, of course, if he's mentioned in your list. I'm not sure if he is, but obviously, big, big, a big fanboy for him, Mr. Richard Hawley. Richard Hawley, yeah. He's he, a big Wednesday fan, isn't he? He, he always does the classic uh, joke. I saw that. Uh, I saw a Sheffield United season ticket oh, on, yeah. a, on a on a lamp post. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, I just took nails and just left it there. 
Ej, det går lidt sag. Ej, kan sige, kan sige du, why don't want it? Are we your others? Another one, and like you said, are they really fans of the Wednesday? But I think he is, Craig. <laughs> you, so, this guy, mm. a member of the Jacksons. Yes. Jermaine Jackson. Jermaine Jackson, came fan out of, the, of the Massive. Came out of the woodwork when we got to the playoff final. Well, plastic work, but... Yeah. <laughs> and he uh, did a little tweet just saying they're... Uh, how we're, uh, More sh- out! <laughs> no, he did a little tweet, wishing his good luck. Uh, yeah, funny that, when, when we lost against Sol, uh, we never heard him again. Have never tweeted again? No. Until this week, when he demanded that Darren needs to go. Uh, another big one, uh, Michael Vaughan, uh, ex-England uh, cricketer and captain uh, from Sheffield. Uh, seen him a few times, actually, at Hillsborough, to be fair. Uh, big Wednesday fan. Uh, Gary Cale, this uh, kind of uh, splits loyalties because obviously he was at United. Some people say uh, Harry Maguire is a Wednesday fan. Really? Uh, yeah. A secret Wednesday fan? But he's, he, he's come out and said he is a United fan. And they're, uh, like you said about the tattoo, what about when Danny Wilson went to manage uh, Sheffield United? Big Wednesday tattoo. Has oh, it? Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's I didn't know that. But yeah, so Gary Cale, big Wednesday fan. Although uh, typically when Wilson goes to a club, he doesn't dressed the way that Brian Robson did when he was no. appointed, where he had... Can remember, because he was player-manager, weren't he? So on the top half, he had blazer, shirt, tie, yep. bottom half, shorts and socks. <laughs> doing keepy-uppies. If that was Wilson, he'd been exposed. And just to finish off, we've had a, we've obviously got Arctic Monkeys, uh, we've got uh, uh, the bassist from Def Leppard, uh, famous Wednesday fan, Jarvis Cocker, uh, the band Milburn, Big Little musicians. Man's, yeah, Reverend The Makers. And... Told Steve Bracknell, the, uh, the the assistant manager of the Royal Oak, uh, uh, who does his uh, little clips on YouTube. Oh, is he is he the brother of the yeah, Reverend yeah. the Makers guy or related yeah, to him? Yeah, he's yeah. the brother, a big Wednesday fan. But the main one, the main one, Richard McCourt. And people are saying, who's that? So what's he more famously known as, Craig? Tom Dick from Dick and Dom. He's from Dick and Dom. <laughs> Isn't who it? He's always down Hillsbury. Yeah. What's he got to say for him, sir? But apparently he also supports Man U. But... Oh, fuck off, dick. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um, so other ones we've got. Former Egyptian president, before the height of the Arab Spring, Hosni Mubarak, claims to be a Wigan fan. So he's not just an admirer of Pies Rugby League. He claims he loves a trip to the DW Stadium. Now, it might be more to do with the fact that they had Amir Zaki... And that what a player. App, and what that, a player. He was good with, with a scissor kick at Anfield yeah, that he did. class player. And that absolute big guy, wasn't it? Big guy. Yeah, he was strong. Now we're going to move to another big guy who wasn't who wasn't based on strength. Mido. Mido, yeah. Um, he, 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 was, he was just fat, <laughs> wasn't he? Uh, and apparently Mikhail Gorbachev, former Russian president, um, was a fan of Wigan. Uh, another team in and around that type of level... Peterborough, the posh, Mike Tyson. Shut up. Honestly. Big fan of that shithole place. It is a shithole. When he performed his self-effacing show, An Evening with the Baddest Man on the Planet. I thought Peterborough was all right. Did you? I thought it was a nice town. Well, you're wrong. I must have had a few beers. Yes, you did. The boat, the boat bars, are Yeah, right. the boat but bars. Other than that, yeah, it's I think pretty it's shit. Probably that, then. And they've got, like, a sort of knock-off Bob the Builder 
mascot as well that swings a carrot around his head. Um, yeah, he walked out onto the London Road pitch in a full kit, like a wanker. Like John Terry. And I'd definitely say that to his face. All right? The Rock, Craig, Dwayne Johnson. He often refers to the pride of Cheshire in his interviews. Who do you think the pride of Cheshire is? It doesn't matter who the pride of Cheshire is. <laughs> oh, it does, actually. Uh, he claims that he's a big fan of Macclesfield. Okay. And maybe he was a bit pissy that Arsenal didn't play I've been there. his walkout music. I remember we went there for the FA Cup game and uh, sold out as uh, per usual. Oh, as per usual. And we went, I needed the toilet. Of course you the, did. Me and, me and Dave, uh, Quentin went there. And literally, they had to just put buckets... Of uh, of sand because there was so Fucking many. Can what were you doing up floor? Because there's so many people, they couldn't fit in the toilet. So they had, so people <laughs> they, there's buckets full of sand and just the Wednesday fans were just pissing in buckets just full of sand. Man, it was great. Um, that is the magic of their big. Yeah. Cup. Also, not the worst thing that you pissed in. Is it, Craigo? That's for another show. Is it? Right. That's the a shame. It wasn't for another suitcase. Now, um, we've got the Chuckle Brothers. Of course, big fans of Rotherham United, rest aren't they? In, rest in peace, Barry. Poor old Barry. Now, there's an episode, right, where Paul is hypnotised into thinking he's a great player for Rotherham. Right? Still under hypnosis. The Chuckles set off to catch a Rotherham game and they bump into two men trying to find Millmore, the old Rotherham ground. The two men were Tony Towner and none other than the show's favourite, Ronnie Moore. Paul and Barry send the players in the wrong direction. Now, when Paul and Barry turn up, they're actually, and of course, this, this would of course happen, they're mistaken for the actual footballers. <laughs> so, Ronnie, right, pissed off, as he would be. He sees Paul and Barry, chases them into the bathroom, where they fall into a sauna. I don't necessarily know how you fall into a sauna. Maybe a couple of loose rocks, I don't know. Now... The comedic duo, the wrinkled comedic duo, lose their pursuer and disguise themselves, what a disguise this is, Craig, in a Rotherham kit. So they get found by the manager. Should have gone in Dustin Miller outfit. Ooh, I mean, that looked like it had been rescued from an house fire, <laughs> didn't it? They're in the Rotherham kit, they get found by the manager and they're told, what a punishment this is, Craig, they are told they've got no choice but to play. No, you've broken in, you've got the kits on. I'll tell you what I'm going to show you. 90 minutes out there. Right? So, we've found you in the ground. You've impersonated Roddy and Tony. Go and do it. That's what I kind of did at Hallam. Yeah. <laughs> but the yeah, kit on. <laughs> it is. Yeah, they are, they are two errors, two grave errors. Paul scores an own goal, celebrates it, and then Ronnie chases him from Millmore. To me too. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Now, another, another sort of interesting one here. Apparently, after being informed of their great escape exploits under, I think it was Brian Robson being helped out by Nigel Pearson, Goran Ivanisevic, the tennis player, became a West Bromwich Albion fan. I never forgive him when he beat Tim that day. Oh, Tiger Tim. If it didn't rain, he would have won. Wimbledon. I know it's a football show. He would have won it. No, he wouldn't. He's shite. I mean, his passion just getting his fist and going, in an emotionless, sociopathic, fisting type way. Now, Goran insisted 
when it came to finding out the scores, you got live score, all that type of stuff now. You'd only find out the scores with teletext. Oh, I remember those days, they were great. They were, but I don't know. It could be a bit slow, couldn't it? Was good though. Now, the type of divisive fan, right? You want connected to a club. Um, well, you don't want this level of divisive, should I say. Uh, and it would become an excellent point of discussion, I would assume, for Robbie and DT on AFTV. Uh, get ready for this one, Craig. Supposedly, supporter of Arsenal, Osama Bin Laden. Really? Uh, yes. Why? Why? Well, because a biographer claimed that the now deceased Taliban leader was a big fan of the Gooners. And his love blossomed for them in the 1990s when he lived in London. And he may very well have attended Highbury during their 1994 run to the Cup Winners' Cup final. What do you think about that one, Craig? It's a good job he didn't go on Arsenal TV then, isn't it? I don't know, it would be quite entertaining viewing, wouldn't it? I mean, he had, had lots of TV experience. Didn't he? Careful. Um, Robbie wouldn't have been happy, would he? You don't know. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, Craig. Big Evertonian, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. So he attended a game at Goodison. and uh, Bedroom! <laughs> and, he got, <laughs> and he got caught spitting his tea out. He had a little sip. And he got, I don't want to taste like shit. He grabbed it out. Now, apparently the Rocky and Rambo star regrets not buying the club in 2007. He said, if I knew now, when I know then, I'd have snapped it right up. Because, you know, they do all right. Sorry, get hit and keep going. It's the type of advice that wins you need in the last minute, isn't it, Craig? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, Leeds supporter. Oh, dirty Leeds. Isn't it? Apparently from the 1970s. He, like Sylvester, wishes that he'd bought his favoured club, uh, although he wouldn't do it via a phone. Um, he uses those for other purposes. He um, throws them violently, doesn't he, apparently? Uh, although he's got incredible um, perceptive scout abilities, um, he alerted Leeds to a real hidden gem. Andrew Bamford? No, Lewandowski. When he was at Bayern Munich, Craig. <laughs> So, yeah. so standard. Yeah, Re really unearthing the hard ones there. I don't know if you know, guys. Lewandowski, he's all right, eh? Another Leeds fan, Craig. Or maybe not, maybe not. Sent in from uh, a, a good friend of the show, lovely gentleman, Matthew. Matthew K. He's mentioned Vern Troyer. All right. Mini-me, of course. <laughs> um, now, he's accused of having split allegiances. He was seen with... Purple hating Massimo, Massimo Cellino. Because remember, he hated the colour purple. He got rid of it out of Ellen Road, if there anything. Towels, any of that type of stuff, got it out. Big Good believer job, in uh, lucky David numbers. David James didn't know that then. That's his favourite colour. Is it? Yeah. Everything what David James has got in his house, purple. Purple car, purple suit. Yes. Oh. Okay. Love purple. Mm, not really worked out for him. He's announced his bankruptcy, didn't he? Really went on Ryan Taylor's stack, though. That would have been great. Yeah, couldn't, could he? Bankrupt. Uh, so he was seen in a Leeds shirt, but then, a bit later on, seen an Arsenal one. Okay? What a dick. <laughs> well, apparently he is one. But let me tell you, there was, absolute, there was one thing in relation to Vern Troy Craig there was absolutely no doubt about. There was no doubt about the noise he made when he twatted into the diary room on a mobo cart on Big Brother. Remember that? He hit the R, didn't he? 
sort of flung him out of his flung him out of his seat, didn't it? Uh, one for Tranmere. Patricia Routledge, also known as Mrs. Bouquet. Apparently she she was a Tranmere. Richard, let me go to the Wirral. Another one, David Dimbleby, got very angry with Radio Merseyside, another one that John sent through, where he's accused of, I'm not sure you're a Tranmere fan, David. How dare you? How bloody dare you? Of course I'm a Tranmere fan. Well, what, what, what do you think of their current issues? Oh, I've turned a blind eye to that, which is always the uh, sign of a true fan, isn't it, Craig, if they've got the ability to turn a blind eye to what's going on at the club. So we've got a couple here. Don't worry, we're nearing end now. We've got a couple here. For Leicester, first one, I can remember going to a game against Birmingham, I think I mentioned that game before, 95-96, Mark Morrison came out, you know, of Return of the Mac fame. Uh, he was arrested very promptly afterwards on gun charges, but he was able to come out, put his, put his scarf up. Now another big Leicester City fan, David Nielsen, a.k.a. Roy Cropper. And he likes to intersperse little references towards his support in episodes of of Corrie. So, for example, little dig at Borough fans after we won the uh, the cup in uh, in 1997. When when Roy was setting up his cafe, Roy's Rolls, he's on the phone to a supplier and he says, uh, "Oh, I'd like a, a specific oven, please, if you wouldn't mind." Um, the serial number you say? Yes, LCFC 97. Got that one in. He was able to. Does he does he ever come in? In with like a Leicester bag from the shop. No, he should do because he loves these crappy little bags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't he? But no, he's never. He's never. I don't think he must he's ever have got a clapper, Annie. He's definitely got a clapper. Uh, yes. Um, he got. He got mentioned the other like day uh, on uh, on BT Sport. The clappers. Did. Yeah. What did he say about them? Just saying. Oh, uh, obviously Le- Leicester, the King Power, with the fans with the clappers can be a really good atmosphere. I just started oh, laughing. Sure. I just started laughing. Try your hands. You got hands. Um, often, when he was relaying anecdotes to his beloved Hayley, um, he'd mention regular customer Steve Claridge. Right. And then in another Smoggy's Grief, he once ordered a streetcar's taxi saying, Oh, um, I-, I want to go to the Riverside. Uh, oh, actually, on, on second thoughts, there's, uh, there's little of merit there to entertain me. I- I'll simply peruse the local history section of the Weatherfield Library instead. I like, I like this banter. I like his banter. It's good. Good, isn't it? Now, we've left the oddest till last, in my opinion, anyway. So, quite the motley collective of, uh, of individuals here. The serial spoon-botherer, Yori Geller, uh, Shazam, David Blaine, and Michael Jackson turned up at Exeter City in 2002. Now, the reason Jacko agreed to take part in the fundraiser for the cash-strapped club um, is if Geller was able to bring sick kids from hospitals to the ground and that they gave half of the money raised to children with AIDS. Um, so to start off with, the opening act for the, fu- for the fundraiser was uh, David Blaine just shuffling a, a few cards, looking somewhat comatose, as he often did. Michael then said, We're here to help the people of Africa find a solution against the spread of HIV. Then, with the unimpeachable logic of a man who just vowed to stamp out a pandemic, he threw in the afterthought for good measure of... And malaria. 
He then ordered the 10,000 strong crowd to, to hold hands, and to which he said, I mean it right now. Go ahead. Don't be shy. Do it. Tell the person beside you that you love them. This is what makes a difference. This stops prejudice. It's our only hope. And then at the end, at the end of this little speech, he said, I see Israel. I see Spain. And someone asked Michael if England would beat Denmark in the second round of the World Cup, to which he said, England is going to win, yeah. To which they did, 3-0. So what a pundit he became a... momentarily. And then, I don't, did you ever see his statue that he had outside Craven Cottage? Yeah, obviously, he was, was a big fan of uh, Al Fayed, wasn't he? It was, it was a bit poor, wasn't it? Is he still there? No, it ended up in um, National Football Museum, oh, but uh, whether it's still there now after... A few unsavoury accusations. So now I'm going to briefly discuss Sheffield FC. Big changes abound there. Do you want to give us an update, Craig, regarding the um, the management? Yeah, so last week, big shock. My good friend Gav decided he was going to step down along with his assistant, Kirky. Uh, results have been not great and everything. We got a great win against Dunstan, 2-1. Mm -hmm. So that took us away from the relegation zone. But uh, uh, I just think he, uh, he's, he's done it done it a long time now, three years now, uh, uh, him and Kirk. Mm -hmm. So I've stayed around with Jamie, who's also... Jamie uh, Yates. Jamie Yates, my good friend there. So we're just taking it on at the moment. So How, How's that been? Obviously upsetting uh, Gav went, and uh, obviously yeah, I've got a uh, lot to thank him for it. Uh, Give him the opportunity. Yeah, give me the opportunity, and uh, I messaged him and said, uh, uh, I actually saw him actually uh, a couple of days ago, and he just says it was the right time for him. And yeah, and now uh, it's been, uh, we've just got to keep going. Obviously, still loads of games left, and uh, Jamie's got it now, and see how long uh, he can last. It may be only a short thing, but yeah, while, while he's there, I'm going to support him. Yeah. And we've got a tough game against uh, Mask on Saturday so hopefully uh, we can turn it around and as long as we just put full effort in that's only what we can ask for. Lads. Have you brought uh, brought a new coach in to help out a little bit? Oh yeah, Graham is their, uh, the uh, ladies coach at Sheffield FC. Uh, good guy, uh, uh, got on well with Gavin Kirky before so we just uh, just tried to keep lads ticking over really but yeah. Uh, I don't know how have they responded to it all? Yeah, okay, and everything, yeah, and a uh, lot of the same players still there, and we, they know as well that they've not been good enough, and uh, 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 we need to turn it around, and uh, uh, let's see if we can get a result. Uh, Hopefully tomorrow. starting on, uh, on, on sa Saturday, on Craig. On Saturday, yeah, uh, long trip up to, is it the Middlesbrough area? In and around the northeast. do you think, are you hoping that instead of the bowl of broccoli, it might very well be a palmo? Yeah, a <laughs> palmo, yeah. Probably have a, another Nuki Brown, so that was uh, that was nice. Yeah. Oh dear, they'll have to put uh, out a few buckets, won't they, Craig? Well, there we go. Found out a few origins of uh, teams' walkout music. A few interesting celebrity fans there. Now, something that we forgot to mention, didn't we, Craig? Last week, where where did you go? Yeah. Who did you see? Yeah, I went to uh, Zurich. Uh, as you know, uh, 
through a good listener of the show, Chris O'Keefe, uh, gotten into me a bit of ground hopping. So since I've mm -hmm. gone to uh, the World Cup, World Cup yep. I've been to Sweden to watch Malmo and our good friend Joe Edgley. Who creates the uh, the, the, images. Sort of the, the pictures and the animations yeah, for the show. Which are fantastic, by the way. Yeah, so why, don't I come, why don't I come over, sample a game? So yeah, I went to watch the uh, Zurich Derby. Uh, Zurich versus Grasshopper. Yeah, yeah, and we was in the Grasshopper and uh, loads of Zurich fans there. That you, you, not really a lot of Grasshopper fans kicking about, but yeah, really good uh, game, free all. Ooh, uh, good atmosphere. Yeah, good, especially when there was only 15,700 in there. Yeah, they made a good atmosphere, but yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you particularly enjoy about the uh, round the ground little sort of animations or figures. What, what do they have there, oh, Craig? A big blow-up grasshopper. A big blow-up grasshopper. Yeah. Oh, lovely, that one, too. Yeah. So, this weekend, uh, Leicester have got Leeds, uh, and apparently Leicester and Leeds have conceded the most shots this season. We're, you know, at the bottom or second bottom of the pair of us, so it should be quite exciting. Um, Careful, you can't say anything bad about Leeds. No, of course you can't, because they're absolute nutters. And they'll have a pop, won't they? The old BLs, uh, um, tribalists. And who have you got this weekend, Craig? Uh, we're in the cup, aren't we, against Plymouth? So, yeah, that should be a good game on Sunday. Was that a fake up? Yeah, I know. That's how far we've dropped. We've entered what? in round one. Bloody hell. Yeah. Christ, I didn't, I didn't think you got to that. Pizza Cup, and now FA Cup round one. Yep. The massive. Ronnie was right. They're pigs.